Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Kiglio. I'm in Dong. 70 days until March Madness tips off. 70 days till March Madness tips off, man. And uh, back for another episode. Uh, obviously, you had a nice one on Saturday morning, afternoon-ish, but uh, obviously you had to come back for the, the uh, weekly Monday episode as we are now back, uh, fully back in the swing of things now in the new year. So uh, just happy to be back for another episode. Not too much to talk about today, to be honest, besides the AP poll, which is the biggest thing per Monday. But uh, yeah, just good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. And if you guys didn't watch our last episode, Happy New Year's. And we did a giveaway. Congrats to our winners. Once again, they did claim our prizes. So unfortunately, uh, so fortunately, actually, we do not have to spin the wheel once again. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to spin the wheel once again. But uh, obviously, we'll be, doing, we'll be doing more giveaways as the year goes on. Maybe in March, man. I mean, you know March, man, is we got our annual uh, tournament challenge. But uh, so everyone could join that one. That's kind of a giveaway in itself, I guess, kind of. But uh, yeah, just very excited to be back, obviously, for the new year. And uh, March coming very, very soon, as we have seen with a 70-day countdown left. So first, let's just talk about some of the games that happened this weekend. We already talked about a ton, uh, like the Baylor-Iowa State game, Kansas-George Mason game, the Villanova game. I don't know if we talked about that one, but Villanova, number 22 team in the nation, did upset, quote-unquote, Seton Hall, uh, 73-67 in a very good contest for the Big East. Uh, Villanova hopefully moving up now. Seton Hall should be moving down after a bad loss in that one. Texas beat West Virginia. Shout-out to those Horns, man. They look to be back because they're now 11-2 and on the year. Providence, uh, they beat DePaul. We talked about that one already. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good games on Saturday, and we move to Sunday now. There's some pretty key games here. The first game, Michigan State Spartans, number 10 team in the nation, did beat Northwestern. Very close game and a very slow start for Michigan State. They did pick things up, though, at the end. Gabe Brown, very good game for him. But, uh, yeah, Northwestern, man, they definitely played to their potential. And uh, I think it was a very close game for both sides. Sparty poster is right down here. As you can see, you can kind of see it a little bit right there. But I uh, had to keep it down. The shot Michigan State. Uh, Houston, number 12 team in the nation. I didn't see you pull up your Sparty poster as well. Uh, but, yes, Houston, number 12 team in the nation. They do beat Temple. Very close game, though. Very close game. Houston was up by 11 at the end of the first half. Temple came back. Only lost this game by five. So, uh, Fabian White Jr., very good game for them. And, uh, yeah, it's a very good scare, I think, for Houston to kick off American play for them. Next up, probably the better game of this weekend, I'd say. Ohio State, the number 13 team in the nation, played Nebraska. Game went to overtime. But uh, it ended up being a good Ohio State win uh, by a pretty good, pretty good margin in OT. Malachi Branham was a star. The freshman, 35 points, six rebounds in the big win for Ohio State as they are now 3-0 in Big Ten play. A lot of other games in here as well. But what are your thoughts on the weekend games overall? Yeah, lots of good games over the past two weeks that we didn't cover. But, yeah, the New Year's, uh, great slate of college basketball. Obviously, we talked about Baylor and Iowa State uh, a lot last episode. The Seton Hall-Villanova game, Seton Hall's lost two straight uh, conference games, but they haven't been fully healthy. I still think they're, they're one of the better teams in the Big East. And uh, Kansas survives a scare. And like you said, Texas, they look to be back. And Providence, man, they are they are for real. I think Providence is legit. <laughs> Yeah, I think so as well. They're looking really legit right now. And uh, just very excited to see what this season has because uh, obviously the Beast seems to be a very big powerhouse this year. So I'm very excited to see how it'll pan out as the season goes on. Uh, but best game, we'll quickly do it. I don't even – there's a lot of pretty good close games. Um, do you have any thoughts on what your best game might be? No, not really. Um, no, not at it might have a biased one. I'd say you might have a biased one with that 
You might have a bias one with that Georgia Tech game, I think. A very close game with Louisville. Louisville won that game by three. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have a best game either, to be honest. I mean, maybe I'll go with uh, NC State, Florida State, I guess, uh, from Saturday. As Florida State won this game by two, a very close game for both sides. And uh, NC State did hit a buzzer beater three, but it was just obviously not too much uh, left in the tank. So Florida State won that game. But, yeah, it was a very good game for both sides. But, uh, yeah, a lot of good games this weekend. Cannot complain. Just happy to go to obviously the new week mm -hmm. and uh the new week it's a monday episode which means the ap poll yes the two ap polls in a row last episode uh was last week so that was week eight this week is now week nine of the ap poll and uh yeah lots of movement uh in the bottom but at the top the top seven stay the same Bailey at number one uh the unanimous decision two duke three Purdue, four Gonzaga, five UCLA, six Kansas, and seven USC. Uh, Arizona jumps up a spot to number eight. And uh, in the top ten now, Auburn is at number nine. And Michigan State remains at number ten. Uh, Iowa State, after their uh, very competitive loss, is now 11. Houston remains at 12. And is Ohio State at 13. Your, your favorite program, Texas, they're at 14. And Alabama, 15 after beating Tennessee. 16, Providence, 17, Kentucky. Uh, 16, and oh, sorry, <laughs> there's a tie for 16th. Providence and Kentucky are tied, and that number 18 is my Tennessee Vols. Villanova, 20 Colorado State, your favorite mid-major program. 21 LSU, 22 Xavier, 24 down nine spots. Seton Hall, and rounding out the top 25 is Texas Tech remaining there. What are your thoughts on the top 25? Yeah, man, no drops for the second week in a row, so very surprising with that. Uh, I definitely thought Seton Hall might drop, and even, I mean, even some of these other teams. I still don't know why Villanova has four losses and still in the poll. I mean, they have some very good wins, but I think with four losses, they should not be in this poll right now. But uh, obviously the funny story of the day was uh, the AP actual website earlier this morning as Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs, the number four team in the nation. Uh, obviously it was a mistype from one of the guys from Honolulu. So they probably woke up with a lot of controversy in the emails, but hey, they fixed it, so shout out to them. But uh, yeah, overall, very good list. Obviously some high droppers and high risers as well. Seton Hall, obviously the biggest loss down nine spots. LSU following them with five and Tennessee following them with four. But some pretty high risers. Obviously, Providence, the highest of the weekend, or the week, I should say. I think Providence should be a little bit higher over Alabama, in my personal opinion. But I, I, I really do like these rankings overall. And I think these top 25 are probably the top 25 that deserve to be in this poll. I know looking out the inside is Illinois right now at 26. I think Illinois should probably get in there over a team like maybe Seton Hall or Texas Tech. But, hey, it's the poll, and I definitely respect it. Yeah, definitely agree with you. I think Creighton should be in there. That might be a little bit biased, but uh, Creighton, I think, is legit this year. They beat they beat Villanova by 20. Villanova is the number 19 team in the nation. Still uh, not a big fan of a four-loss team in the AP Top 25, but I do think they are a Top 25 team. They just haven't shown it quite yet. And, yeah, I yeah think def definitely. I also think Providence should be a little bit higher than 16 because they're the hottest team in the nation right now outside of the undefeated. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. I definitely think Providence should be up there a little bit more. Undefeated watch, obviously, we still have those three teams remaining all in the top 25. As we have Baylor, number one, uh, USC, number seven, 
and Colorado State at number 20. Those are the last three still remaining. Obviously, as we talked about that last episode, but uh, a lot of these teams, obviously, like I said last episode as well, have a lot of good contests coming up for their schedules. So we'll see what happens. But uh, some pretty big games this week, and I'm very excited to cover them. But first, we got to get to our hot takes. So what is your hot take of the week? Yeah, my hot take is a one bit American conference. Uh, this conference had a lot of hype coming into it, and uh, the hype is now gone with Houston, all the injuries they've had. Memphis just is not playing up to their standards. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough, especially with conference play here, to get those quad one opportunities. All these teams have played. UCF, obviously, Michigan, Michigan, I don't even know if they're deserving of a quad one win anymore. And especially since they were playing at UCF, I believe. And, uh, SMU, just some tough losses for them. It's just, there's, it's all over the place for an American. I just think the winner of the conference tournament will be representing, will be the only team representing them in March. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, definitely a very good take. And uh, I definitely agree. It's not, I would even say it's relatively hot. I think it's a pretty good take. I think the American maybe get two bids, I think. I mean, I think Wichita State's still a very good team. I think UCF's up there. SMU is still up there as well, even though they lost. But I still think it's still a very competitive conference. I think the conference play will definitely have a lot to determine uh, how this conference goes. If Houston drops some games like they almost did to Temple, I definitely think this is going to be a one bid for sure. But, uh, I mean, if Houston stays strong and another team rises to the occasion, could definitely be a two-bid. I don't see it going outside of three-bid at all, though, uh, whatsoever. So we'll see what happens with that one. But my hot take, Pac-12. It's only a three-team race anymore uh, now. Uh, I thought it was a lot more competitive coming into the season. I don't think that anymore. I think it's really down to three legit teams in Arizona, USC, and UCLA, obviously. I thought Oregon would have a good chance in Oregon State and even, like, a team like Colorado and Arizona State have a chance to compete. I don't think they have a chance anymore. I'm going to go and say that this this race might get ugly with these top three teams. Mm-hmm. I could not agree with you more. Even USC, I still, I still believe USC is very unproven. I know they're undefeated. But their schedule was, was fairly weak, in my opinion. But, yeah, they're still the number three team in the, in the Pac-12. And, yeah, I don't know if – any other team in the Pac-12 will be will be playing in March. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, last year there was four teams in the Sweet 16. This year I don't think it will be the case, but, hey, we'll see what happens. They can still get those top three teams into the Sweet 16, but I do think it will be coming from a different conference this year in a big, big way. And, uh, yeah, I think that just takes us now to the slate. As quote of the week, we already did that on Saturday, so we're just not going to do a new one. You did have a quote. <laughs> if you want to mention that, the hashtag that might be going out, would you like to address that or no? I would not be addressing that. Um, it was, okay. It, it was, I'll, address it was it. I'll, I'll address it, but I'll have to retract it. Uh, it is hashtag free DeVoe and Usher. Obviously, they've been the main two guys of Georgia Tech. The other guys have not been – productive at all uh to be brutally honest but you know josh passion he's got that little face shield back on so this season's gonna change it's gonna turn around i have hope it's gonna turn around because you know what happened last year when he wore the whole season they, they had a very successful season yeah uh, so we'll see what happens maybe a face shield tossner or passner is uh, coming strong, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. But now time for the slate for the for first couple of days at least. Uh, we're planning on doing this next episode either Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, it really just depends on how many games we got in this jam-packed slate for the week. And first game up, we'll start pretty strong, and let's go to that game of the day, the Big Ten game, coming from 
West Lafayette, Indiana. As number 23, Wisconsin takes on number three team in the nation, Purdue. Should be a fantastic game for both sides. Both these teams have one loss already in conference play, but obviously still two of the best teams in the nation right now. What do you win this pretty good game? Purdue. Nah, I don't know, man. You know me. <laughs> you see, you see it back there. I could see an upset coming. I know. I wish this game was in Wisconsin because I think Wisconsin would probably win this game. I'm gonna take Purdue though to win this game. Unfortunately, I do, I do think Wisconsin keeps this game very, very close. Emergency parlay or play of the day. Uh, give me uh, Wisconsin covering that spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, my play of the day clearly hit last last episode. Yours did not. So, uh, yeah, don't listen to him. But uh, the 8 o'clock game, the other ranked team, number eight, Arizona, takes on Washington. One of the worst teams in the Pac-12. Should be one-sided. Who do you have in this one? It, yeah, lopsided. Uh, definitely should be Arizona coming out with a 30-point win. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Next game up. Uh, pretty good Big Ten game here once again as Maryland's taking on Iowa. Both these teams winless so far in conference play. Both of them looking for their first win in the Big Ten season. Who do you want in this game? This game is in Iowa, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Maryland on the road getting this win. Just, I think it's a toss-up game. Yeah, my question is who's guarding Keegan Murray for this Maryland team? That's a big question mark. Uh, it could be. There's a couple of guys you could maybe name. I don't think they'll stop him. I got Iowa. Mm-hmm. And uh, final game of the night, Colorado, Oregon. Colorado looks like the fourth hope for this team to get another bid. Uh, Oregon as well. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, fourth hope. But uh, this definitely goes well with my hot take. I do think Colorado will win this game. Oregon, very, very, very interesting team this year. They may turn up by the end of the year. I don't think they'll turn up tonight. I got Colorado. Mm-hmm. I got Colorado as well. I really like them. I think they are the fourth best team in the Pac-12 so far. Definitely, definitely. And let's move to Tuesday's games now. As we got a lot of good games on Tuesday, starting out with the first game of the day at six o'clock, a MAC game. As we got Ohio taking on Akron, two very good teams in this MAC conference, and we definitely thought it was going to be Buffalo's year this year. Not looking like it so far. As Ohio looking to step up to the plate, and Akron looking to regain their progress. Should be a great game. Who do you win this one? Got to go with Ohio here. Yeah, I really do want to go with Akron, but I do think Ohio is the better team in this one. I got Ohio and the Bobcats. Maybe going back-to-back. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And at 6.30, number nine, Auburn makes its debut as a top-10 team this year as they take on South Carolina in Columbia. You have South Carolina uh, pulling off the upset at home. I do not. South Carolina's record looks much better than they are. I got Auburn winning this game. They're a fantastic team this year. They're legit, and I would watch out for them because they're going to be something special, I think. So I got Auburn. Mm-hmm. I do have Auburn as well. And uh, speaking of top performers, we did not mention this guy last last uh, last episode. Walker Kessler had a little triple-double. I forget the full stat line, but he had a double-digit points, rebounds, and 11 blocks. That's That's an insane stat line. Yeah, that was against LSU, I do believe. And uh, that, was, that was a pretty good game, obviously. But Walker Kessler, man, been a huge X factor for this Auburn team coming over from UNC. Yeah, he's been a big presence for them. And uh, a lot of good guys transferring into Auburn have definitely shown a lot of good progress in year one of uh, the new Bruce Pearl era, I should say. So, uh, yeah, Auburn looking to be legit. I got them. But next game, we'll go to the Big 12 as number one team in the nation, Baylor, 
pretty tough contest playing Oklahoma. This game is in Waco, Texas, so it does give the Baylor a slight advantage. But I do think this will be a very close game. Who do you want in this game? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, little situation here. Oklahoma does not have Tanner Grove, their leading score. He is questionable. Just got to clear those COVID protocols. His brother missed his last game as well, but he has since cleared COVID protocols. If, if Oklahoma gets Tanner Groves back, I think they're pulling off the upset. If not, I'm going with Baylor. Interesting take. Interesting take. I definitely could see that happening. I think it, I think it's a very big question mark with Tanner Groves playing or not. If he plays, I think this team does have a very good chance to pull off an upset. One, And this game is at Waco, so Baylor definitely has a slight advantage. I'm going to go with Baylor winning this game, assuming Groves is not playing. Mm-hmm. And another 7 o'clock game. Number 14, Texas, takes on Kansas State. I see you already celebrating. Who do you have in this one? <laughs> no question. I don't even need to say anything. Hook those horns. Uh-huh. And do you think Marcus Carr is back? <laughs> I think he is. He, he had a very good game. I believe he was off the bench in that game, scoring uh, 20-ish. But uh, I think Marcus Carr maybe found his role and is still developing, I think. But I do think Texas has definitely found a good place for him. So I'm not worried at all. Put those horns. All right. Yeah, same here. All right, good to hear. Next game up, probably the best game of the slate uh, for, I'd say, for this these up, upcoming days. Number 16, Kentucky, taking on number 21, LSU. Two ranked teams, obviously, should be a fantastic game. Game is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so that definitely could give LSU the slight edge for a quote-unquote upset. I really don't see an upset, like, as is being an upset because they're both ranked teams, but should be a fantastic game. Who do you have one in this one? Yeah, got to go with Kentucky here. I think they found uh, their mojo. Yeah, Kentucky's definitely found their mojo. One win, Oscar Sheebway. He's going to kill LSU, I think. I got to take Kentucky. Kentucky, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to the Patriot League now. Two best teams in that conference, uh, BU and Navy. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, it should be an interesting game. This game is at Navy, so I'm going to give Navy the upper hand in this one. But these two teams will probably face each other in the Patriot League championship. Mm-hmm, definitely agree with you. Got to go with BU on the road, though. And we'll go with this ACC game as Florida State taking on Wake Forest. Should be a pretty good game for both sides. Both desperately need a win, I think, in this one. As Florida State obviously won and one in conference play. Wake Forest now one and two after a very hot start. Who do you win in this game? I think Florida State is still the better team top to bottom. I got to go with them. Yeah, I got to go with Florida State as well. This team's just too hot. And uh, I think they'll turn up eventually as the season goes on. They still got a lot of young guys working the, uh, working the gears off. And uh, I do think with Leonard Hamilton, they will be okay when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. And another game in the ACC, NC State, Virginia Tech, both teams looking for their very first conference win. Who do you think gets it? Yeah, man, both these teams off to some interesting starts. Uh, Virginia Tech, I'm very surprised. They're 8-5 and five currently uh, this year. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they are right now. I'm going to go with them bouncing back, playing at home. They, should, they, they need to win really bad. I think they will get one. Uh, obviously, living really low to their expectations this year. Mm-hmm. Got to go with Virginia Tech. And I'm looking for another game we could do. We'll go to this uh, SEC game as Texas A&M, currently 11-2 on the season, kicks off their SEC play against Georgia. The number four team in the nation. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Georgia, obviously, uh, opening SEC game for both teams. Who, who do you got winning this game? Yeah, Georgia's the number 30 team in the nation. 
if you put all the receiving votes uh, together. But yeah, the guy that did, uh, he put he put Georgia as the number four team in the nation. Uh, but yeah, Texas A&M, they're a sneaky 11 and two team. I think they're going to improve to 12 and two. And just like that, the ACC man, they're taking advantage of all the other conferences. Uh, not performing up to expectations in Texas a and that might sneak into the tournament. Yeah, they definitely could. And uh, obviously the SEC is definitely taking advantage of, like you said, some of these conferences not living up to the bids that we thought. So Texas A&M could get a sneaky bid. Even teams like um, Mississippi State and uh, even Ole Miss could get sneaky bids as well. But obviously these top, these top teams need to get their wins. And this one's a must win. I, not a must win, but it's, they, can't, they can't afford a loss right here to Georgia. I got Texas A&M. Another 7 o'clock game, this time in the Big Ten. Two of the more uh, disappointments in the nation, Michigan and Rutgers face off. Who do you have in this much-needed win? Yeah, both these teams very much need a win. This game is in Biscataway, so I'm going to go with the home team. Rutgers winning this game. But Michigan, man, off to a very disappointing and underwhelming start to their season. They need to turn something around. Rutgers, too, I think they're definitely under, underperforming their expectations as well. Rutgers is at home, so I'm going to give the upper hand to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Rutgers does not lose at home. Got to go with Rutgers. Next game up, a very good Big Ten game with a lot of good ranked implications for one of these teams, Illinois. Uh, currently 2-0 in the Big Ten. Taking on Minnesota on the road. Minnesota still 10-1. They only lost to Michigan State still. Should be a good game. Who do you get winning this game? Got to go Illinois here. Yeah, Illinois, Kofi Coburn, man, he's been a beast. I do think he will definitely destroy Minnesota's big man. Mm-hmm. And at 8 o'clock, number 24, Cian Hall takes on Butler. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the upset. I think Butler is still a very good team. I know uh, last time I talked about Butler, they got blown out by Purdue. But, uh, hey, Butler's still very good. So, I'm going to go Butler winning this game. Seeing all, man, they've just been dealing with a lot of COVID uh, protocols. So, I'm going to go Butler, who is the healthier team, believe it or not, at this moment in the season. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with you, but I got to go with Seton Hall here. Yeah, we'll see. Next game up, SEC game. Vanderbilt 8-4 and four, currently taking on Arkansas. Obviously, the must bus has been off to a tough skid these past couple games. Do you have them bouncing back? Maybe getting a chance, maybe, at the top 25. Yeah, I don't think they'll reach the top 25 with a win over Vanderbilt, but I do think they will uh, beat this team. It will help. It will help for sure, as they are 0-1 in SEC play. They need a win. Playing at home, should definitely get one. I got I got must bus rolling. Mm-hmm. And uh, Georgia Check and Face Shield Pastor travel to Cameron Indoor Stadium, where they will be taking on the number two team in the nation. Yeah, I've been pulling off the upset here. Yeah, man, this is a very tough game. I do think this is going to be an interesting one. I think Michael Deval obviously is a tough, uh, tough guy to guard, but I do think Duke will take care of them since they are at home. I got Duke winning this game. Georgia Tech will keep this game within a ten-point game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not think so. I think Duke will roll them, especially since uh, there's no big man on Duke anymore. They play with a lot of guards, and you know who Duke has. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, what happened to Mark Williams? Did he get hurt or something? No. Um, no. They just don't play him? No, they play him. I'm just saying Georgia Tech does not have the people to guard him or, or Banchero. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Duke didn't have the big man. I, I'm very confused there. But, uh, yes, definitely agree with you. I know. I definitely agree with you. And uh, we're not going to say the hashtag, but you might need it after Tuesday. But we'll go to 9 o'clock once again. Kansas, number 16 in the nation, taking on Oklahoma State. 
Oklahoma State off an interesting start to their year. Kansas, obviously, uh, where would we have them expected? Do you have an upset coming in Stillwater, Oklahoma, or do you have Kansas prevailing in the opening of the Big 12? I got Kansas still winning. This team, yeah. I still think, is a national championship caliber team. Otay Baji still playing like a first-team All-American. So is Christian Bourne. Uh, so, yeah, this team is legit. Yeah, this team's legit. I couldn't have said it better. I got Kansas winning this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, at 9 o'clock, number 16, Providence, and the American Dream travel to Marquette. <laughs> Do you have the Americans' dream stay uh, continuing their dream season? I do. I do think Providence won this game. Tough contest going on the road against Marquette. Marquette obviously off to a tough start in the Big East as they're 0-3. Uh, Providence will go 4-0 in Big East play. I think Providence will get this one. Mm-hmm. I do as well. And uh, put that on the bucket list. Got to go to the Dunkin' Donuts Center and watch a Providence game. I get the free bus to that's the Dunkin' Donuts Center every day. I, I got to take advantage of it and buy a ticket and see this game for real. Yeah, you definitely should. I think Providence is the legit team this year to watch, so I definitely think you should do that. Next game up, uh, who else? But my favorite team in the nation, back once again, Colorado State, the number 20 team in the nation. Taking on Air Force, a pretty tough task. Air Force coming off a very good win themselves. Uh, pretty good. Uh, who was it against? I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was a pretty good upset, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, should be a good game. Obviously, do you have the undefeated team staying alive, or do you have Air Force uh, ruining my dreams? Yeah, uh, Colorado State has not played in forever. And Air Force, man, I really think they're one of the more overachieving teams in the, uh, in the season so far. I think Air Force pulls off this win against Colorado State. I think Colorado State will be rusty. I still think they are a tournament team. I still think they are going to run through the Mountain West. But they haven't played in a while. I think Air Force will take full advantage of that. Okay. I mean, the undefeated teams are definitely due for a loss at one point. I, I, maybe it's now, maybe it's not, but uh, I got Colorado State winning this game. I know they're rusty. I think this will be a wake-up call. I think Colorado State will still win. They're ready. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfection does not exist. You saw uh, Gonzaga last year. They tried to be perfect, and <laughs> obviously they didn't. But uh, let's not change topics. Number uh, Another 9 o'clock game, Tulsa takes on Memphis, who suddenly looks hot. But, you know, Memphis, anytime. I don't know what could happen. What do you think will happen with Memphis tomorrow? Yeah, man, I don't know. I do think Tulsa, obviously, we knew they were going to skid. I think they're off to a tough skid at the moment. But uh, I think Memphis won this game since they are at home. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I think both sides, obviously, not been hot uh, for either side. So I do think Memphis won this game since they're at home. But you never know in the American. Mm-hmm. You never know uh, with Memphis. I think Memphis will, will pull off this window. Tulsa, you can never sleep on them. They're always competitive regardless of uh, their record. So, yeah. Technical difficulties, excuse me. <laughs> As uh, my computer seems to think my connection's unstable for some reason. Why, I don't know. But, hey, we're back. And uh, we're back with the last game of the Tuesday slate. And my Clemson Tigers are taking on Virginia once again. These two teams already played this year. And Charlottesville, Clemson won that game. Back at the Little John for Clemson. Yeah, who do you win this game? Obviously, it should be a good one, as it has been the last game. Yeah, got to go with uh, Virginia here. I can't believe you. I'm going for <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, let's just do Wednesday. Might as well. 6.30, DePaul, St. John's. Who do you have in this one? 
Yeah, man. DePaul, uh, tough loss against Providence. I think they bounced back. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not quitting on this team just yet. I think DePaul has a little bit more in the tank. I'm going with those DePaul Blue Demons. I am not. I'm going with St. John's here. Yeah, that's, that's two biased teams right there, but hey, it is what it is. Next game up, 7 o'clock game for the Big Ten as Michigan State uh, is currently the number 10 team in the nation. Take on Nebraska. Obviously, Nebraska just took Ohio State to OT. Do you have them taking Michigan State to OT, or do you have Michigan State blowing this one up? Yeah, got to go with Michigan State here. Nebraska, I don't think Yeah, it's yeah if, if the poster's down, you know Michigan State should win that game. I got Spartan. Mm-hmm. And at 7 o'clock, another team. Houston takes on South Florida. Who do you have in this one? Should be lopsided. Lopsided for sure. The one team in the American has a chance. Give me Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston. The next game up for the SEC. Good game for both sides. Florida opening up their SEC play against Alabama. Florida obviously has not played in a while as they've only played 12 games this year. Um, Alabama, obviously, they've had a couple of good wins and losses uh, here and there. But, hey, should be a good game for the SEC. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, got to go with Alabama here, Florida. I don't even know when they last played. Yeah, it seems like Florida has not played in a while. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to go with Bama just because I don't know when last time Florida played. If I knew when Florida played, maybe I would take the upset because I definitely think it could have been one, but I don't think it will be. I got Bama. Mm-hmm. And another 7 o'clock game, Ole Miss travels to Knoxville. Takes on my number 18-ranked Tennessee Vols. Who do you have in this one? Should be a good game, I think. I'm going to go with Tennessee, but I do think Ole Miss keeps this game very, very close. So, I got Tennessee. Yeah, me too. Next game up, um, let's go to that American game. Temple currently 7-6, and six, taking on UCF, probably the second team in the American at this moment. Should be a good game. Do you have an upset coming in Temple? Or do you have UCF staying strong? Yeah, I think this will be a very competitive game. Obviously, we saw what Temple did with Houston. Last night, I believe, I got to go with UCF, though. Yeah, I got to go with UCF. I do think it will be relatively close, as it was with that Houston double game. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just go back to the ACC, where Pitt takes on Louisville. Louisville is 3-0 and on ACC play. They currently lead the ACC. You have them extending their lead to 4-0. and I do, I do. I do think Louisville will win this game. And I'm very excited for that game against Notre Dame, as Russ Smith's jersey will be retired. So I'm definitely happy for that. I got Louisville. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Russ Smith. He was one of our guys we watched growing up. And, yeah, got to go with Louisville, especially on a Jersey retirement night. Indeed, indeed. Next game up, let's go to that 8-10 matchup at 7 o'clock. Rhode Island taking on George Mason to open up their uh, 8-10 conference play. Uh, obviously, Rhode Island currently 9-3. George Mason, man, the hottest team in the nation to start the season off. Have definitely took a tough skid as they're now 7-6 on the season. Should be a good game, though, for the 8-10. Who do you win this one? Yeah, got to go with Rhode Island here. Yeah, I think Rhode's one. Shout out to John McCune. Mm-hmm. And another 7 o'clock, 8-10 game. There's a bunch of them. Got to go with Fordham and St. Bonaventure. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, should be a good game. I do love me some Fordham, but I do think St. Bonnie's with Kyle Lofton. I believe he's back. I mean, I think he's been back, but uh, I do think St. Bonnie's is the better team. Still think they're the front runners for this conference, even with some of these other teams getting very, very hot. But obviously, this is a big, big game for them, so I think they'll get it done. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get it done as well. Got to go with St. Bonnie's. Now let's go to that. Uh, two more A-10 games. Why not? As uh, VCU taking on Rich uh, Dayton, excuse me. Uh, two teams, obviously, pretty good so far to start the season off. A-10, obviously, big implications here. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, don't let Dayton get hot. They're currently hot. 
Yeah, I got I got Dayton winning this game, man. VCU, man. But I do think Dayton is a much better team. Uh, even with that uh, holiday invitational, whenever that was, I don't remember. ESPN inter- inv- invitational, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I do think Dayton win this game. Mm-hmm. In the last 7 o'clock, 18 game, Davidson takes on St. Joe's. Uh, Davidson, the last vote for an at-large bid from the A-10. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, St. Joe's just came off a massive win over Richmond. Uh, will they do two in a row? I don't think so. I do think Dayton, uh, Davidson, excuse me, will win this game. I really do like this Davidson team this year. Mm-hmm. As do I. I like Davidson this year. So let's go to the SoCon. As Chattanooga taking out Wofford, two of the top teams, I think, in the SoCon. I know your favorite team is currently 11-3. Do you have them winning this game and going 2-0 in the SoCon play? I do. Chattanooga's been very dominant so far this year. I still think they're a 16 team. Yeah, that's just, hey, they've been doing very good. So shout out to Chattanooga. I got them winning this game, too. I do think we'll be very close. Mm-hmm. And at 8 o'clock, we, we're back to the ACC, where the team that's the other team that's tied first, Miami, also 3 0 in ACC play, will take on Syracuse in Miami. Yeah, Miami going 4 0 in conference play. Yeah, it should be a good game. I do think Miami will be going 4 0. They are at home, and I do think this team. Is very, very good this year. Definitely living up uh, very high to the expectations. I got Miami. Mm-hmm. I do as well. They're, they're for, uh, their backcourt is pretty good. Yeah, and that 8.30 game, probably the best game of the day for Wednesday as Creighton taking on Villanova, number 19 team in the nation once again. As you do remember, Creighton won this game at home by 20. Villanova is now the home team. Do you have anything changing or do you have the Blue Jays staying strong? Uh, the Blue Jays will be staying strong. I, I believe it. And Villanova, with five losses, will not be in the top 25 anymore. Yeah, I do think this is a very good game for both sides. Big East Conference play, man. It's looking very tough. I do think Villanova wins this game. I do think Creighton keeps this game very, very close. I think it's just because home court advantage is just so strong, I think, in the Big East. So I do think Villanova wins this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, number 25, Texas Tech, opens their Big 12. Uh, season at nine o'clock against number 11 Iowa State in the Hilton Coliseum. Who do you have in this one? Tough place to play. I'm gonna go Iowa State winning this game. They're very good at home, as we've seen many times before. I'm gonna go Iowa State. Yeah, I'm gonna go Iowa State as well. And final game, I think, of the slate, unless you want to add one. Uh, number five, UCLA taking on Arizona State. UCLA, obviously. Uh, they have been dealing with COVID uh, protocols, so they've only played nine games this year. Uh, so they're taking on Arizona State at home, though. So do you, who do you have winning this game? Yeah, still got to go with UCLA uh, at home. Yeah, I got to go with UCLA. I still think they're still a top five team in the nation. They just need to get some more games under their belt. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's – do you have any other games you want to add or no? Nah, I was going to end it, but uh... – I guess you, no, you can end it. You, you, you need to end it. You need to end it. You go. You no, no, I'm, not, I'm not talking. But yeah, that is all we have for the slate. Obviously, we'll be back probably Thursday in an in-person episode. But uh, yeah, let's let's go with a. I haven't even had a play of the day yet. Creating money line against Villanova. Play of the day. But uh, yeah, let's do a little wager. If we if we do golf on Thursday. Let's do a little wager. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, the weather's getting colder and colder. Today, it was very cold. It wasn't like the 20s all day. It was not fun, obviously, being outside. But, hey, 
uh, weather changes in the Northeast New England area. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I think I it got, is only an opportunity. I got a perfect forfeit if we do golf. What is that? Are you not going to tell me? Obviously. I live, my front yard is the Boston Harbor. Whoever, whoever gets a higher score has to jump in the Boston Harbor. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, but we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, that's if we golf. I mean, we still don't know. But, yeah, definitely expect an in-person episode. If we do that forfeit, that will be in the next podcast. So you'll see it in person for yourselves uh, on a video, obviously. But, hey, that is all we got for today's episode. 70 days left till March Madness begins. We are so, so, so excited for this March Madness season to begin. It is right around the corner. There's a lot of good conference play games have been kicking off. So I'm just very excited to get to it in 70 days. So, uh, yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.